0: Welcome to the 80s and 90s uncensored. That magical podcast where we revel in the golden glow of nostalgia. I am Milo Dennison.
1: And I'm Jamie Fenderson, and we're gonna do a wheel spin. All right, here we go. Are you ready? We're gonna pick our year now. All right. Here we go. Oh 1980. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's like I've still I've still got 80s on me, and I'm gonna pick them. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: 1980. 1980, Uh, first year. All right, cool.
1: Very first year of our um, show, how we roll. Here we go for the subject. Toys. Cool. 1980 toys. All right. Yeah, that is cool. And then for our segment, we're going to do retrospective. Okay. So we're going to do 1980s toys retrospective. So off we go. And we're back. We're back. We, 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 we chose something, though. We did. Which was...
0: We, how, were you surprised by this? Because I was surprised by this. I did not realize that the Rubik's Cube came out in 1980. Like, mass-released in 1980. I would have thought it was much sooner than that, or earlier than that. Like, 70s. That kind of thing.
1: Well, it was invented in the 70s. 74, exactly, yes. By the guy Rubik, what's why it's called a Rubik's cube. He's a Hungarian dude and he invented it in the seventies, but yeah, it wasn't like mass produced. We say 1980 because that's when it started going like mass produced.
0: Yeah. It made its debut at the toy fairs in London, Paris, Nuremberg, New York, February and January of 1980. So 1980 it went out and it just went crazy. Everybody wanted a Rubik's cube.
1: Yeah. And and when you think eighties, Like, if you say, hey, think about the 80s, like just one symbol in your head, you think the Rubik's Cube, right? Totally. Like, like Just like it, when when you hold up a Rubik's Cube, you automatically think 1980s. (laughs) You do. It it sold like, what, 400 million, some crazy thing. Like, everybody wanted a Rubik's Cube. Yeah,
0: in its first year, it was the best selling selling toy that year, and is one
1: of the best selling toys ever. Yeah, ever. Because despite what people think, even though this was a very iconic '80s toy, it didn't die. It, it's not like the Teddy Ruxpin or something like it, it. It's been around ever since. And in fact, they have like Rubik's cube competitions and all this stuff. It, it never died. It was just it. Kickstarted in the 80s but it, it's still selling
0: yeah and it ebbed and flowed and kind of went down for a while and bounced back because yeah the competitions are huge they've got varieties of it now it's not you they got the ball one and that kind of stuff the much more complicated versions different of it.
1: shapes and different like configurations what do they call them mods um and they just they have a whole bunch of different mods it's like a whole Rub- rubik's cube is like a culture now man it's it, it's very 80s But now it's its own thing. It's its own monster, bro.
0: Yeah. And the competitions are crazy. Like in seconds, people will figure those, you know, you send them in, it's like seconds later and they're done.
1: Yeah. Here's the deal with the Rubik's cube, right? Now it's a symbol of the eighties, but it's also a symbol of intelligence, right? So if you give someone a Rubik's cube and they solve it, that's like, oh, they're, they're smart. Justin Bieber did it in a car with like a talk show host or something. Everybody's like, well, Justin Bieber's actually smart. Well, he can do a Rubik's cube. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, it's it's the symbol of intelligence, right? So it it pops up in 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 popular culture all over the place as a sign of of smartness like Big Bang Theory kind of kind of stuff, right? But here's the deal, man. Back in the 80s, I, I mean, you had a Rubik's cube, right? Of course. I, I had one. Everybody had one. But here's the thing, only maybe Less than one percent of the people actually knew how to solve it or even wanted to learn, but still sold like wildfire. Why is that? Because you, here's the thing. You, you can it's really just an algorithm. If you spend a lot of time and effort to learn the steps and the different different kind of ways to do it and and, and, and you practice a lot, you can do it. You don't have to be super smart. You just have to be diligent and learn and practice just like anything else, right? It's not that, I mean, you even a dumbass could do it after a while, if they if they were if they persevered enough, right? But here's the thing: I don't think it sold hundreds of millions of 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 that action because people were like, "Oh, I'm gonna totally learn how to like solve that shit," because <laughs> less than a percentage they weren't. You know what it was, man? It was the fidget spinner of its day.
0: Although the Rubik's cube stuck around, whereas the fidget spinners died off.
1: Well, fidget spinner died off, right? Um, Because there's no puzzle to it. Um, So there's no, I mean, that's like pogs died off too. There's nothing to it, right? They're just Mm -hmm. stupid beanie babies. All that stuff was a fad. This is an actual puzzle though. So it's stuck around because it's, 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 it's a puzzle as well. So you could learn how to do it. And then there's all these different mods of it, right? But really think about it, man. In the 80s, I think most people- had one and they were like playing with it, pretending to solve it, or maybe they were even giving it their best shot. And that's all they do. But it's so satisfying, right? When you move those cubes around, those little sections. Well,
0: and didn't like when you did solve it, wasn't it like, yes, I solved it. Like this major cheer of joy of like, look, I solved it. And when you solved it without cheating, because did you ever do the thing? Because back when they started, they had stickers. It was a sticker on the side for each of the little squares. And you and you play with it for hours and you're like, I can't get this. So you just pull the stickers off and yeah. then you do re, re-sticker it and you're like,
1: I got it. Yeah, but that's jacked up because when you pull the stickers off, they get all jacked up. And yeah. then it'll be bendy. And, and, fucking it up. and you show like a girl, check it out. I sold it. But the stickers are all kind of like yeah. diagonal, at an angle. little, little <laughs> crooked and they're kind of bent up because... Cause you didn't take them off that well. She's like, "You're so full of shit, dude. You didn't solve that. You just took the stickers off." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. But here's: it. Did you ever
0: solve one? I've solved one. Yeah, I solved it absolutely, and I'm not lying. I really did. Yeah. Were, were you super happy? Yes, that's what I'm saying, man. I was super happy. Oh, see, like, I never solved one to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I was like,
1: look what I did. But I always like just just you'd get frustrated around and throw with it somebody. It, right? Screw this thing. No, no, I didn't get in because it's just satisfying. It, it's like you, you, you twist it and you turn it and you're, and it just, it's like, oh, this is satisfying. So I don't think it sold all those, all the, all of what it did because everyone was trying to solve the puzzle. I think maybe a percentage of people were, but the other percentage was like, well, this is like a new thing. It's a fad. I want to get it, but it's also like super satisfying I have like just to have one on your desk when you want to think, or maybe you get all nervous, you just kind of fiddle with it. That's satisfying as hell, dude. And that's why I think it's like super highest selling toy. One, because it's a puzzle, but also because it's super satisfying just to fiddle around with, you know what I'm saying? Could be. Get one of the books.
0: So in 1981, three of the top best selling books that year were about how to solve Rubik's Cubes. Like there was one called The Simple Solution to Rubik's Cube, which sold over 6 million copies. And it's just like people were literally writing books on a system for solving a Rubik's Cube. Wow. To so get one of the books, Jamie. I, I went, when I worked at Microsoft, there was the guy that sat next to me. He is a super smart guy. To back up your point of like we assume people that do Rubik's cubes are smart. He was though. He had like a regular Rubik's cube at his desk. He had one of the you know really advanced ones, and you could you could just grab it, mess it all up, hand it over to him, and he'd just be like, hand it yeah. back to you. Fucking genius.
1: Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I think engineers are probably good at it because it really is just a a, pro, a like a step by step thing. It's complicated step by steps, right? And it depends on where it is and how it is and all that. It's complicated. But at its core, at its very core, it, it is just an algorithm. It's a step-by-step process to, to, to solve it, right? So it's really just like engineers probably are good at it, like computer programmers and stuff, because they they, they kind of just write steps all, all day long at the, at the core, right? They're just writing steps to do things. And that's really what the Rubik's Cube is. It's a step-by-step algorithm to solve it, right?
0: Well, his initial idea behind it wasn't necessarily as a toy, but as an object, because he was a teacher and he, its purpose was to solve structural problems in moving parts and stuff. So that's, was his initial kind of design and he made it out of wood. And then he was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I could make money off this selling it as a toy. Oh, Ru-
1: Rubik's the guy who invented it. The guy
0: who actually invented it. Yeah. And he called it the magic cube. But then uh, when toy companies got involved, they are like, no, let's call it Rubik Cube. Well, yeah, they
1: named it after him. That's cool. That's totally cool. Toy named it after me. Now, I guess all of the... like They have competitions everywhere all over the world, right? But they don't even use the Rubik's brand because it's kind of ghetto. It's not even that good quality, right? And then Rubik's is like suing and they have lawsuits everywhere. And it's like a big deal, right? And then now, I think recently Red Bull... <laughs> you know how they do like... They sponsor like extreme sports and shit, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they, now they have the Red Bull Rubik's cube championship, which is like specifically for then they only use the Rubik's brand. Cause they want to kind of jumpstart the brand, you know, mm-hmm. the actual brand that, that made it. <laughs> yeah. Red Bull dude. <laughs> extreme, extreme cubing. Yeah. But you could even build a robot like, like you can get a Lego robot and build it. And then there's some like programs you can download and, and the robot can solve it. Mm. And like, there's one robot who solved one in like 0.38 of a second, like less than a second, less than half a second. And if you see it, it's crazy. Cause it goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he solved the whole thing like that, man, the robot, <laughs> that's cool. Right. That's why we're all
0: going to be, the robots are going to take over and we'll just be batteries.
1: Well, my 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 interest in the Rubik's Cube other than it's kind of cool and there's like what quadrillion different just the standard Rubik's Cube that like quadrillion 400 quadrillion different configurations, right? It's 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 crazy. But just the kind of the iconocultural aspect, right? When when you see like eighties things, you always have you always include a Rubik's Cube, right? Mm-hmm. When when you think 80s, they're always including this colorful cubey thing. It's just kind of um, in addition to being what it is, it's very iconic. It's like the Pac-Man, where you have just like a circle, a yellow circle with a slice and a little pole. You know that's Pac-Man, you know that's 80s. Rubik's cube, kind of the same thing. When you think '80s, you like what pops into lots of people's mind—the Rubik's cube. So I'm I'm also interested in the fact that this colorful little cube became such an iconic thing for a whole decade, right? And all you need to do is look at it and you think '1980s.
0: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, it's kind of funny because I wasn't even really thinking about it, but when I was working on the the header for our YouTube channel, the '80s and '90s YouTube channel, in that the initial design had a uh, Rubik's cube in it. And I'm actually looking right now, does it still have it in there or did I take it out? I think it still has it. Oh no, it it doesn't. Um, But it did at one point. So if now it's got like a little VHS tape in the upper corner, but but when I was initially doing the design, it had a VHS tape. It had a, a Rubik's cube in I think the other corner And then there was like a Game Boy or something like that. I don't remember what the other item was. So it actually because I was like, okay, well, what says '80s? And it's like VHS tapes, Rubik's cube, or '80s and '90s. And uh, the
1: original design did have that in the header, but it doesn't. Yeah, because that's one of those icons, like a VHS tape or or you know a Pac Man, or and and that's just one of those like handful of icons where you look at it and you think about. A whole decade just comes into your head. You automatically start thinking Michael Jackson's Thriller and ET and Ronald Reagan. Like, there's a lot packed into the icon of a Rubik's cube. That's not just the Rubik's cube, right? Yep. Um, like it's. I, I don't. There's just very few symbols that can pack a whole decade into into just that one symbol and evoke so so much um, so much history. So, in addition to being a cool toy and, and an awesome puzzle and something in and of itself, I think the I, the cultural and iconic aspect of it is fascinating to me. You know what I mean?
0: Totally. When you see it in movies, it's usually some kind of 80s throwback movie. You yeah. know, it's a movie that's like, oh, look, and it throws it back to the 80s or actually is a movie from the 80s, that kind of thing. So yeah. Like, you should get your son one and, you know, mess it up and then hand it to him. And then pull out like a timer and then say, go. And then as, <laughs> as he's looking at like, what the hell? And i be like, my affection for you decreases the longer it takes <laughs> to you to finish this.
1: Yeah. Well, according to a lot of Cubies or Cubers, um, anytime you get one, you should, before you look at the books or the, the websites or whatever, you should always try to solve it yourself first. And I guess a lot of people can eventually get like one side, right? Yeah. That's the thing. You'd usually
0: get like one side. You might get two sides. You're like, okay, I've almost got it. But then it's like, no,
1: <laughs> no. Because you get one side you think, oh, I'm freaking genius, man. Mm-hmm. I got this, right? But then no matter what you do, if you don't follow the the, the process or the structure, algorithm, whatever, you're always going to jack that side up. And then you're pissed because you're like, oh, man, no matter what I do, I jack my yellow side up, man. I had it, I had it tight.
0: It's fine. Yeah. I'll just pull the stickers off and put them back where I want them. I
1: probably, yeah, make it look shitty, but no one will know. No one will know.
0: Here's a trivia question for you. In 1982, the first Rubik's Cube World Championship was held. The winner was Min Tai, an American teenager, how long did it take him to
1: solve his cube? So this is like the first one? The first one. Oh, the first competition. Because I know there's that Australian kid who's, all, who's like super record-breaking guy. But this is like the first one? This is the first one. I don't know. Let me, let me say like, let me say two minutes, 10 seconds. Not even close.
0: 22 seconds. 22. <laughs> 22.95 seconds to be exact.
1: Well, that's kind of slow by today's standards, though. He
0: wrote a book called "The Winning Solution," uh, teaching people how what his system
1: was. Well, twenty-two seconds is still fast because I was thinking, man, so if it's the first time, maybe it's like two minutes or something. No, nope. because that twenty-two seconds, twenty-two point nine five seconds. That's still fast, and and the thing is, that's fast, but that by today's standards, that's really slow, actually. I want to try now and be like, I wonder how
0: long it would take me to do it. Now i probably couldn't do it at all. Now I'd be like, "Ah, don't even, don't,
1: don't even think you can do it now. You can't. I probably can't. I know (laughs) you can't, you totally can't, but I was thinking, well, if I had the time and patience, I guess. Like I should like maybe go through it and learn how to do it. Cause that's kind of badass if you can solve a Rubik's cube. Like if you're just hanging around and someone has a Rubik's cube and you just, Hey, let me see that. And you just solve it. Yeah. That's kind of studly though, man. You could probably get some chicks at the wine bar that, that way, especially here in the Qua where they like smart dudes because they think they have money. And we go to the wine bar with some Rub dude, that's what we should do. Well, that's what I should do. At least is, is learn how to use a Rubik's cube, like learn how to solve it, and then go to the wine bar and be like, hey, hey, how you doing, baby? And then, hey, have you ever seen one of the, oh, yeah, it's a Rubik's cube. Yeah, check this out. That's and I it. I solve it. <laughs> so I get the chicks, man.
0: Get the books, <laughs> read up, watch some YouTube yeah. videos. There's probably YouTube videos
1: out there now, too. It's like, this is how you solve a Rubik's cube in under a minute. So what do you think? Do we want to make some kind of commitment that we're going to learn how to solve a Rubik's cube? No. Because <laughs> we, we won't follow through with it. No, we won't. That's true. <laughs> that's not even that's not even bother. <laughs> no, like yeah, we're gonna do. That'll it. be one of those no. things we talk about later. Hey, where, where are we gonna learn how to solve Rubik's cube? Whatever what happened to that? that? We didn't do that? Yeah,
0: we never got one. We're to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Rubik's cube, though, man. That if you want 1980s, if you've never seen one, um, like if you're ain't like if you're super young, you're like, what's that? Go go find it, and that's what the '80s looks like.
0: As of 2009, 350 million cubes have been sold worldwide, and that was 2009. So
1: it's got to be up over 400 million by now. Yeah, yeah. the The stat that I saw was something like was later, and it was like 450 million. Wow, that's crazy. Now that now think about this though: is that just the Rubik's branded cube? Because there's a bunch of others. That yeah, because the patent
0: expired Rubik's in. Cube when did the patents
1: expire 2000, something like that? Yeah. So, so a bunch of other companies make them mm-hmm. when Rubik's is like pissed, dude, they don't like it. They have lawsuits everywhere. They're trying yeah. to like Everybody just copyright their the image of it. And yeah. And they don't even want you to have the image of it. Like, like they're well, the thing I didn't put it on but our now, YouTube channel header. Yeah, get sued. <laughs> I don't think they're, they're going to go after, I don't think they're going to go after us because we're too small potatoes, but but here's the thing, like I think they're trying to make a comeback with Red Bull though and make it like extreme cubing. Extreme. Yeah. So, I'm down. I I we can have an extreme Red Bull cubing watch party or something. Yeah, I'll drink Red Bull. I had a Red Bull today actually. Yeah, I need my Red Bull. We like, like Red Bull. We're Red Bull fans. That's how I that's how I that's how I that's how I can go to work every day. <laughs>
0: It keeps me awake after it's lunch. the only too. way I can do things. When you get the lunch drowsies after you've eaten, eaten lunch and you're like, ah, I'm dragging. Like, a I need some Red Bull. Bull.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cubing to the max.
0: Well, we've gotten off track, 80s and 90s Uncensored listeners. So I think that means it's time to end the show. Of course, you can let us know how long it takes you to do a Rebix Cube in by reaching out to us on Twitter at the ages90s at the eighties and 90s.com, You can check us out on the web at the eighties and 90s.com. Sign up for the newsletter, buy some shiznittle off our site. Um, and as mentioned, we have a YouTube channel now. So check that out.
1: Yep. With that, we're out of here. Like Rubik's cubes. Uh, what is it? <laughs> patent. <laughs> because they don't have any more. Like pissed. the patents that they smell. They're going to Red Bull after your ass. <laughs>
0: I was trying to like, I should find that again, like what it, what it was about the patent that somehow, because that doesn't seem like 74. You, I don't see how they could have lost their patent on that, but maybe. I think everybody's just copying their shit. I think it is too. That's <laughs> what's happening. And they're pissed. <laughs> so, yeah, we're out of here like the Rubik's Cube patent that might or might not have expired, just like us. <laughs>
1: Well, and it's funny because when when we go on Twitter with all this, we we hang out with some geeky people on Twitter. I, I posted we were at the pinball museum. I posted a a, a pinball machine from it's called or, or, I put Orbital One pinball machine, 1982, and it was a video of my son playing it. Mm-hmm. And then a guy's like, "Excuse me, sir, that is completely wrong. That's the Orbiter One. I know because." As yes, I am an nerd explained all about it. And I'm like, ooh, we got, we hang out with some geeky peeps on Twitter. So awesome. once we, once we get out with this, with the Rubik's Cube thing, that we're going to, we're going to start getting like, excuse me. Mm.
0: Yeah. We'll get a lot of corrections on this episode. <laughs> like, no, that. the patent is not yeah. expired. are going to be like, this, no, the record is this much, this many have sold. Like, you
1: guys are idiots. <laughs> we, we, we thought you guys were. Pretty good amateur historians, but I'm starting to uh, question your creds, okay? Just saying. You have (laughs) failed us on the
0: Rubik's Cube episode. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, guys. Our uh, research department was on vacation this week.